What is the future of Sasha Banks and Naomi in WWE? We thought Sasha Banks had split, but there's no confirmation. What's going on with Naomi? We have a massive update on these two superstars that over a month ago walked out on the WWE in controversial fashion. That is not all on Sports Kid Wrestling's top story of the day. Will we get a Forbidden Door 2 with AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling shortly after the show? It seems like that is a possibility but where is it going to be? On top of that, we have news about John Cena, the biggest movie star to break out of WWE in the past few years, is a big ratings draw for WWE again. And what is his future for another big match in WWE? Something he alluded to on his big celebration return to this week's Monday Night Raw. And as if that wasn't enough news, Logan Paul, the internet darling himself, is set for a major match at SummerSlam. Once again, with The Miz, but it's not the one we were expecting. That isn't enough. WWE is uh, nominated for several ESPYs this year with ESPN, plus your comments on screen, more news to get to, and so much more. If you're with us for the first time, hit the like button, get on screen. You don't need a super chat to get your stuff on screen. It's Sports Gear Wrestling's top story of the day. Let's go. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out. Indeed, I'm Kev Kellum. That is Jeremy Bennett, Nebraska, if you ask you. How are you doing? Uh, hello to all the people who are with us all the time. Watch out, watch out, watch out. I want to hear from the new people. New people are with us for the first time, always after a pay-per-view. There's always a bunch of people watching and checking out the show. John Cena. We had some big John Cena news. What's the latest on Sasha Banks? We know you guys are tuning in for that. Stick around. We'll have that for you in less than a minute for the people that have uh, very short attention spans. Uh, and go with the whole show. If you can't watch the whole show, the audio is going to be available as well on Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. So here in a minute, we'll get to it. Uh, but if you haven't done so, go ahead and hit the like button. Go ahead and hit the like button. It's a simple, simple thing you can do. Go boom, and then boom. That helps us climb up the old uh, proverbial internet ladder, right? Uh, what's going on, James Jones? What's going on, Stacy? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on, King? What's up, DMC? Is that, is that run? Is run of run DMC with you? Uh, and then uh, give us a follow on all the machines. All right, enough chitty chatter. All right, let's talk about it. Sasha Banks, Naomi, what's the latest? What's the latest on their status? Uh, you know, a few weeks ago, you and I were on late night with the story from Raj Gary of Wrestling Inc., a reliable source saying that a release was pending for Sasha Banks. But that was, what, now two weeks ago? And none of that has been confirmed. We don't know the status of Naomi. We know that they were both uh, possibly up for negotiations on new contracts when this walkout happened, when they walked out on WWE. There's mixed stories about what WWE said and what they said. There's some things that WWE apparently didn't put out in that statement when they, you know, publicly basically threw them under the bus. So they walked out on the company, which is true. They did walk out on the company. Uh, and then there's a bunch of fans that really support Sasha and Naomi in this whole thing. And there's people in the industry that support them. There's other people that have a big debate. It's a very controversial situa situation, Jeremy. What's the latest, though? Well, uh, from Mike Johnson at PW Insider, he has reported that as of this morning, June 28th, Sasha Banks and Naomi remain listed on the active WWE roster internally. Uh, though there had been some rumblings that Sasha had been released uh, to support Raj Gary's uh, report from uh, a couple of weeks ago. But uh, so far, they are still listed internally on the WWE roster. No change has made been made to their status since they walked out and neither has been released. They are still currently indefinitely suspended. Mm -hmm. This tells me I, I think that they are just riding out the end of the contract. 
is what they're because that's coming up here in July. That's speculative. We don't know until for sure, but I I could see that completely being the way it plays out, Jeremy. But who knows? You know, we, we I mean, you know, a little while ago we were saying there's no way Naomi leaves the company under these circumstances. Just no way. You know, she's married to the Usos. They're the top faction in the company, which is true with Roman Reigns. One no Naomi way. could and resign. Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks, huge superstar, big superstar, one of the most popular superstars online, uh, and has done this before. Where she was, you know, fed up with some stuff and didn't want to do it and all these different things. Yeah. It, so, uh, yeah, I here mean, we go. There's a comic. Go ahead. Get to this. Yeah. One. I, I could say that, yeah, I, I think Naomi could resign, but I think Sasha's going to probably walk. And if those contracts are up, like they said in July, you know, and uh, she's already indefinitely suspended, what is, you know, I don't, I don't see Sasha really wanting to, to come back really at this point. But yeah, you never know. But who knows? You know, crazier things have happened, right? Crazier things have happened. James Jones, uh, King, I can see where Sasha has been doing stuff with Disney and others. Yeah, that's another thing worth noting. You know, she has a role on a Disney Plus show and could absolutely take Hollywood by storm if she wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're still listed internally with the WWE roster. What is their status? Uh, suspended, you know, uh, and I get where, you know, WWE want to suspend them. Somebody walks out on you and walks out on other matches and stuff like that. I get that. And then I completely understand where you're just like fed up and it's like, hey, we were supposed to do something else, but who knows? You know, it's there's a lot of hearsay. Another thing is worth noting is Sasha and Naomi have not gone on the record and said anything about this. They haven't said anything. They haven't said a lick about this. And everyone wants to say what they think they're thinking, but they haven't said what they think they're thinking. And we can speculate as much as we want, which is fun. And I, I think that's reasonable as well. Uh, I agree with you. I think I think Naomi finds some way back into the company. And I, I, I see Sasha on the way out. But I don't think this is the last time we've seen Sasha in WWE. I do think yeah. she will wrestle in WWE again at some point. Um, yeah. Under some terms or something like that. Uh, people get mad at me that Randy Kohler is saying Kev's favorite two words are who knows. Well, here's the thing, Randy. If I don't know, then who knows? That it is not my favorite words. These are reasonable, <laughs> logical words. It's not my favorite word. I'm not going to tell you something that I know isn't true. I'll speculate on something and think I and say what I think it happened. But what? Who really knows is the important thing. Because if I told you, oh, I know this, and there's been times when I know things and I can't talk about it because people ask me not to, right? And I do that out of respect for them. Uh, but in this case, I don't have any information about this. And I've done some digging. And <laughs> some people just don't know. They're very mum about it. And that's the way it is. That's the way it is. You know? And there's sometimes when you do know stuff and people ask you not to say anything and you respect it. Right? That's just so, the way it is. Yeah. That is, yeah. That's just the way it is. Let's get into this one here. Forbidden Door. Uh, love the show. Had a, lo- a lot of great fun with it. If you haven't checked it out, our full two-hour plus Media Scrum with Tony Khan, FTR, Claudio Castagnoli, formerly known as Cesaro, Okada, Thunder Rosa, John Moxley. That is up right now. You guys can go watch the whole thing. It is quite a revealing thing into the process of how AEW is moving from this show, how this show came together. Uh, and this show was a pretty hard show for them to pull off with the injuries and everything that was happening in the card. You know, some of your biggest names in the company aren't there. Uh, but they pulled it off, and this collaboration with New Japan may not be the last one. And I think even going into the show, people thought there would be more. What's the latest on a Forbidden Door 2? According uh, to uh, some reports here, uh, in a Tokyo sports write-up for Forbidden Door, they discussed the event and felt that, that there was positive feelings, despite some of the limitations that happened between AEW and New Japan and some of the 
injuries that happened, there was a lot of positive uh, feedback from uh, from the the uh, Japanese side of things. And uh, then they talked uh, with uh, Taka uh, uh, Takami Obari, who is the New Japan Pro Wrestling president. And he goes, uh, he said that I think we need to see the same event in Japan. Uh, the 50th anniversary year is a good opportunity to make that happen. I think there are fighters from AEW who would like to compete in front of Japanese fans. And so, you know, I always uh, have thought that this could be a pay-per-view that is your your bridge between Wrestle Kingdom mid-year, and you could start some feuds and end some feuds with both pay-per-views, Wrestle Kingdom and Forbidden Door. Uh, so very interesting to see uh, that uh, the New Japan Pro Wrestling president, for it's, it's great to see that he's, he's uh, very positive on what happened. Uh, this past weekend mm -hmm. and that he would like to see this happen in japan uh it's also worth knowing this was a pretty successful show tony khan uh trumping this show obviously a whole lot uh when i was talking with him in, in media at the united center on a uh, uh, sunday night uh but he tweeted this information out today obviously more metrics kind of coming in from this pay-per-view thank you everyone especially wrestling fans around the world who made sunday's forbidden door event a hit with a greater than 1 million ticket sales which i can confirm to talk to people at the united center that i know that that was true that that figure is not far off uh and then now he's attributing an even newer number of five million dollars on a pay-per-view market so that's pretty impressive when you you know see how much wwe has kind of shifted the wrestling audience at that level you know, to more of the subscription model of, you know, subscribing to a, a, a streaming service. So uh, when people keep talking about why can't you get AEW pay-per-views on a streaming service, it's $5 million, you know, and also at the scale of what AEW is. It's a new company. Um, it's a different, it's a different business. You know, they don't have to hit the same type of uh, metric or, or plateau of audience that WWE would have to do. They don't have to do that to be for it to be considered a successful event. A couple of years from now, maybe that's a different story. You know, maybe that's a, maybe that's a much different story. Uh, so it's certainly interesting for uh, to see Tony Khan kind of putting those numbers out there, but he really wants to. And of course, obviously, another big uh, addition of Dynamite, not too far away from Chicago. They'll be in Detroit, Michigan, for blood and guts. Uh, so certainly interesting and the collaboration with new Japan is certainly, uh, one of the most provocative international moves that um, American wrestling company has done in some time. And I think it was fun. I would love well, to see the show again. I, it, mind you, is it something that casual fan is into I, that that's to be debated, but they sold out an arena. They said, I mean, you see, I mean, can you do this? in this every city? An, I don't know if you could do it in every city. It's not a new concept. Ring of honor no. did it every year. Yeah, and Ring of Honor did it every year, but Ring of, Ring of Honor doesn't have the level of popularity that AEW does. You know, yeah. like it's so much, there's so much more money in marketing. There's such a bigger threshold. It's national cable television you use to market this thing. Uh, Mr. James Espanto Fernando says, Great time to be a wrestling fan. I absolutely agree. If, if you like a lot of variety in wrestling, there's a lot of viable options where you can watch stuff right now. Uh, Stephen Chambers, what is Kingston's beef with Claudio? Let's get into just a little bit of this. I'll clear this up really quickly. Eddie Kingston does have a beef with Claudio Castagnoli, formerly known as Cesaro, that dates back to like their independent wrestling. Chikara. So Chikara was the they feuded in Chikara. Yeah, they feuded there, and um, Claudio at the time, now Claudio again, uh, basically left the promotion before they could settle a feud that really would have elevated Eddie. Uh, at the time, which really would have brought Eddie up to that top tier within the independent wrestling ranks. I don't think they got to finish that. Can you play that up? I don't it's know. It's kayfabe. 
and they're uh, already playing it up. Uh, Eddie spit it. Claudio on Sunday, so they're already <laughs> yeah. starting to play this up, and yeah, they already they always gotta they they gotta get a bunch of stuff in there. James also following a big cap, big cool. Signed for an AAW invasion of Ring of Honor. I don't know about that. Uh, AAW, I can tell you, doing some cool stuff with them. I just launched a new podcast with them called AAW Redefined. AAW is the wrestling promotion where Seth Rollins got his start. Kalisto, uh, Brian Danielson wrestled there. Silas Young. The tons of different people from all elite wrestling, Ruby Soho had a, had a big run there as well. Uh, it's pretty much one of the most influential independent wrestling organizations in the world that maybe you don't know that you should know. Uh, go look us up, AAW Pro. I'll be uh, do, uh, be hosting content for them backstage as well and doing all the backstage mean gene interview work for them at their next fight mean TV pay per view event on July 15th, the Independence Day. Independence Day. You see what we the- did there? So uh, a big name back in the wrestling business, John Cena. It was a huge, huge success for WWE. Despite all the controversies with Vince McMahon, this was a huge thing. Google trends through the roof for John Cena on Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw trending uh, number one several times on multiple different platforms and proving to be quite the draw for WWE in terms of rating success, uh, bringing in a massive number, number one on cable for the night. Uh, and at several different uh, points of the show, over 2 million people watching, which is a big threshold for Raw recently. So now you're putting in a SmackDown territory on cable, which shows that John Cena is a big draw. They built to the show for um, a long, long time, created a lot of hype. They had some very good matches on this, cut a big angle with John Cena. And also they peppered John throughout the show. If you're going to do a three-hour show the week of a pay-per-view, go home pay-per-view, any of John Cena, I know a lot of people complain about a three-hour Raw. This didn't feel like a long Raw. It felt like they had enough things to keep you going. And John featured throughout backstage, in the ring, and then an angle at the end of the show. Uh, And he was a big draw for them. And it seems like we're going to get more of John Cena later this summer. I loved him walking through the backstage at the beginning of the show. And I then, thought that was a great – it was really ba- well done. And, and, like, all the, the different ba- little things Becky he did. Becky Lynch just sitting there moping. <laughs> yes, I thought that was and uh, and then uh, 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 Cena runs into our truth. So our truth, you know, obviously, uh, our uh, truth uh, grew up uh, being a fan of John Cena, even though our truth is older than John Cena. That's the joke. Uh, that was kind of funny to see our truth and Cena reunite. Uh, John Cena posting on Twitter after all of the messages and everything from last night. He says, overwhelmed with all the messages through this month. Being at Raw last night gave me an opportunity to show you how much you mean to me. Thank you, WWE, for every chance you've given me. So I will continue to always give the best for my home, my family, for us. And, uh, of course, uh, that was John Cena's message to everybody that gave him a message last night and throughout the week. And um, as uh, Brandon Thurston the very reliable guy at WrestleNomics, or, or was it uh, not WrestleNomics? Where's he at? I forget where he's at. But anyways, giving us the raw numbers here earlier today, 1.95 million. Slightly down from last week, but not by much. Demo staying pretty even. What do you think of John Cena and what they set up here? They had a little bit of stuff with Theory. It is WrestleNomics. I was right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they had plenty of stuff at the end with John Cena kind of inserting himself into something here. Uh, obviously, I don't think we're getting him at Money in the Bank. No. They, they, no, but I do think we're getting him at SummerSlam. I think uh, I could see Cena's music playing, screwing Theory. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I fully think Theory is going to lose to Lashley on Saturday. God, it's hard to believe this thing's Saturday already with so much going on this month. Um, 
but yeah, there, I, I wonder if something happens Saturday. Um, if not, or if just Lashley wins clean mm-hmm. and uh, Theory complains about it and Cena shows up on Monday. I, I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to say. I, th- I, I mean, I, I, I was very surprised that Theory didn't come out and attack him uh, while he was sitting there posing and on the stage. Um, I guess that's uh, kind of a nice swerve because we were all expecting it and it didn't happen but we at least we did get a, a an interaction backstage and i thought i thought theory was good on his promo there too last night with uh with cena and we got some physicality you know i i thought i thought him being physical was more than we were expecting and oddly enough an interaction with vince mcmahon so uh, this felt like a bigger than normal show i would say that and if, if wwe wanted that and they wanted that right before pay-per-view a good time I'm not saying it's the best thing ever, but it definitely made everything feel better. The Battle Royal was really cool. I thought that was one of the best opening shows on a TV show for WWE in a while. So I enjoyed it. Not saying it was fantastic. There was still some like silly stuff they did. But a lot of the small-time players were kind of like tied into a big angle with John Cena. It didn't feel messy, you know? So uh, other people are chiming in here. Uh, Hulu is a better watch on Raw. Raven Gooseby saying this. Yeah, because there's a 90-minute version of it on Raw. Basically, they, they cut out some of the smaller segments or lower-tiered thing. Except uh, Raw's been better than SmackDown lately. It's almost yeah, better to watch all odd. of Raw than SmackDown. Yeah, and, but, I mean, pre-WrestleMania, it was all about SmackDown going into you know WrestleMania and stuff like that, too. Uh, and then uh, Message 13 saying it's Peacemaker versus the Selfie Man. <laughs> is Selfie Man a character in DCU? <laughs> they're going to they're gonna have a Selfie Maybe. Man? I could see that being like a Suicide Squad character here. Uh, Stephen Chambers saying Raw is two hours of wrestling and one hour of commercials. Well, I mean, how much is a game like a football game when you watch it? And how many commercials are there then? I I know people bring that up and stuff like that, too. But it's just that's sheer volume. That's inventory. They're making money. Are you mad at them for making money? Uh, So, yeah. So uh, other people have different takes here. Uh, Kim Gray, who's always with the show. Thank you so much for the support through the years, Kim. I wish Cena had done more to Theory. Done more with Theory. Well, I think they're going to have this match. That's the way it's time. Got a month. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it's going, right? They're they're going in that direction. Like I said, he still has uh, Lashley. So, you know. I, I, I did like the illusion that he said there was going to be the people, you know, he came out, he did the, the big rah-rah promo and was thankful for everyone for the big celebration and then said, it's more than one match. Yeah, because the crowd was chanting one more match. And he's like, no, he's like, I'm no, going to be one, doing it's more than one. It's he's like, no, I'm going to be doing so a I, lot more match. I'm not. He's like, I'm not doing just one more match. I'm going to be here for a while now, guys. Mm-hmm. So I, I did. I do think that's pretty cool. And, you know, if John is a guy, you can only do a thing here and there for WWE. It's, we, we saw it last summer. You know, it really picked things up for them. Mm-hmm. And here he is now not doing it with somebody he's already worked with before. He's doing this completely new, you know? So, and there are some new people and some people he has never done big matches with that I think would be fun. You know, if they could get Finn Balor up, I think that'd be exciting. If they, you know, if you want to do a match he's done before, him and Edge always had something special. Him and Priest there's, would there's, be good. Like, I get yeah. him with the judgment day. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities there. A lot of possibilities. Who do you guys want to see John Cena wrestle in WWE besides Theory? Let's get into this. Logan Paul. We kind of saw this coming together over the weekend, and Logan Paul putting out a bunch of different stuff on his uh, digital platforms, talking about talking trash to Vince McMahon and about how he needs to be back in WWE. He he made quite the splash and impressed a lot of people at WrestleMania when he tagged with The Miz and showed that even in a very you know strict format, this guy who's done some amateur boxing – uh, could do some things in WWE as a kind of featured performer, you know, and he can play off his celebrity. It looks like it's going in that direction. Miz says that Logan Paul will wrestle at SummerSlam. Oh, he will. Uh, so, uh, so what's it won't be in a tag team though. 
won't, it won't be in a tag team. Oh, man. Logan Paul ain't going to let that slide. Miz no. thinks they're good and they're buddy-buddy, but he ain't going to let that skull-crushing finale slide. So, yes, because be Miz, Miz turned Miz. on Logan Paul at the end of WrestleMania and obviously set yeah. something up here. Now, now it is worth noting, to me, a guy in, in his 30s, I, I don't lionize Logan Paul at all. I, I think, oh, he's just detestable and he's a natural heel and look at the energy he brought. I mean, the guy did a good job. Yeah, I don't know heel. how, I don't know if they're going to be able to get people to cheer for him, but who knows? Yeah, because in this circumstance, if you put him up against the Miz, he's a baby face. Miz but got our, cheered. Our WWE Miz got, fans, Miz are they going to cheer? Yeah. When he dropped him. When he dropped Logan Paul, Miz got cheered yeah. at WrestleMania. So, so is that smart mark crowd just going to turn on this and make Logan the heel? You know, and and, and is WWE going to go with that? Or does it even matter if people are responding? You know, that's yeah, the thing worth, know. worth noting. I think people are just going to respond so much to Logan Paul having another big match. And he's just a guy that just attracts that much attention and that much debate, that much debate and divides people that much. Uh, we, we asked a few minutes ago, who would you guys want to see John Cena wrestle in modern day WWE? That isn't theory. I like this one. Uh, James saying Walter, AKA Gunther. Oh man. Gunther has been, Gunther has been a highlight of SmackDown recently. I think that would be a really cool combination as well. Mm, I got um, some news here when you get done there. All right. What do we got? We got some breaking news. We got some breaking news to use the lever Bruce. Raj Geary uh, providing a clarification on the Sasha Banks thing, because I think I bet a lot of people are just coming at him today after mm -hmm. the report. Raj Geary says, here's what I know about Sasha Banks. She was released on June 10th, and it came from Erica Schreiber, VP of Business and Legal Affairs for Talent Relations. As for why WWE has not said anything or removed her, the rumor is that leadership is trying to smooth things over. So she's released. As far as Raj, according knows. to Raj, said, yeah, she was released. And he's on named. June a, he's 10th. named a source. He's named yep. a source within the company. Who? Yep. And obviously, that that is a real source. The person he's addressing is like a made up name. So let me corroborate and say that I I think Raj is a good guy. I don't think he, I think he's an upstanding guy. So people going off on him about it can calm down. I'm sure. Um, yeah, but that's just Twitter for you. True, but the fact that WWE wouldn't announce it makes me think that they do want to figure out something. You know, they do want to figure out some way to get her back in the fold. Uh, and uh, I guess some good faith in that. If they don't want to announce it, they definitely want to keep her around, right? Well, yeah. I, I mean, she's a star. Uh, she's a, a star outside of wrestling. So uh, it, it, it would be absolutely dumb for WWE to not want to keep her. So, uh, mm -hmm. but it, it, this is a unique situation where they have released her and just haven't announced it which is very odd mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it'll definitely be interesting to see how this plays out uh and how things come together here uh and if they can get her in the fold here uh some more things here wwe had their moments announced the best wwe moments for espn's SP awards this has been a collaboration between wwe and the SBs for the past couple of years they did one of these uh last year i believe and uh, and I think this is a cool thing. It's always good when WWE gets some mainstream publicity, when wrestling gets seen as something on a, on a mainstream show. And it's worth noting, there's some people that see wrestling as just a crossover between entertainment and sports, hence the name sports entertainment. I know people get very upset about that phrase, but that's what it is. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't think that's a, it's an off phrase. What do you think of the SBs? I, I'll check them out here and there and I'll watch clips of it, but I never find myself saying like, I got to watch the whole thing. I'll zip through it for like the hockey stuff. They have a big soccer star in there. I'll check it out. Maybe there's a cool speech or something like that from like a, a, a sports legend. Um, but I'm never super drawn to it. No, I've, I've, I'm not drawn to award shows period. 
uh maybe since i was a young kid watching mtv awards you know other than that i don't watch the the grammys or the oscars or, or anything like that because they're just too damn long and boring so uh but wwe has had a category at the espies for a, a little while now and they have announced the best moment which is kind of weird because uh best moment is actually kind of a match thing but they have announced eight matches uh for nominees it looks like it's going to be a tournament tournament style bracket where you could vote on it um and the oh, eight, cool and the uh the eight nominees for best wwe moment Brock Lesnar wins the Royal Rumble. And well, this is match. Okay, it looks like they're they're uh looks like there's 16 moments they're com- uh, they're doing tournament style. Uh the first match is Brock Lesnar wins the Royal Rumble against Bianca Belair winning the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. The second match is John Cena returns at Money in the Bank, which is weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Summer of Cena now. It's all coming back to me. I'm a little confused after John Cena came back last night. Uh, John Cena returns at Money in the Bank versus Ronda Rousey returning at four months after giving birth to win the Royal Rumble. Match People number forget th- that. Four months. Yeah. People forget that part. <laughs> Match number three. WWE welcomes back fans with a full live crowd on the July 16th edition of SmackDown against stone cold stunning vince mcmahon austin theory and pat mcafee on wrestlemania night two uh sorry full live crowd you're gonna get smoked on that one (laughs) match number four roman reigns defeats brock lesnar at wrestlemania to win the unified titles against cody rhodes returning to the wwe at wrestlemania Mm. uh sorry roman you're gonna get beat there too i think i'm going with cody on that one yeah uh, match number five, Big E cashes in Money in the Bank and wins the WWE Championship on the September 13th edition of Raw against The Miz turning on Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Sorry, Miz. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get the Logan Paul is going to go ahead. Yeah, it's going to be that thing. Match number yeah. six, Becky Lynch returns at SummerSlam against Undertaker getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Undertaker. Match number seven, Edge defeating Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell in Crown Jewel against Wee Man body slamming Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Both are fun, but I go with Hell in a Cell. And the final matchup of these 16 moments is Brock Lesnar returns at SummerSlam to confront confront Roman Reigns or Stone Cold returns to the ring to defeat Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Stone Cold, dude. Stone Cold wrestling again for the like having a proper match the first time in almost 20 years is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in wrestling. Like, and I rewatched that match last week after seeing it live. And it was great. It was even better. You know, and it was everything it was supposed to be. And he was still stone cold, you know, and it was, it was really, really cool. I really, really enjoyed it. We got, uh, we got, uh, Jose G in the house. And, uh, let me just get this pulled up here. Some, uh, some nice seats there from Jose. Look at that. Jose G is currently at tonight's uh, WWE NXT, which will be live. That'll be live tonight. A lot of expectations for what's going on with WWE NXT with Triple H reportedly back in the fold saying, quote, at the WWE Performance Center, I'm back. Does that mean he's at tonight's tapings? We don't know that. Here, I'll say this. Who knows? Uh, And so I'll say it'll be interesting to see if we get a different tone from NXT now. Because uh, mm-hmm. this would be the first NXT that we've really seen or has been put to film since Triple H apparently came back. Does that mean it's going to be a swerving different direction? No, I don't. I don't think we're getting a massive change. But maybe there's an inkling of something. I'm going to see. We're going to look for touches 
in the next few weeks here on NXT and see if, if uh, Triple H uh, truly has brought the game back to Orlando and the, the Performance Center. I know there's rumblings of them heading back to Full Sail University. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens for sure. It'll and be interesting, got- especially tonight. Tonight's NXT, I'm going to have a little bit more of a closer eye on. want to yep. talk about this as well. It's up on the channel. Quite the interview. Quite yep. the interview. This was going to bring it up. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, the Alberto Del Rio uh, absolving himself of any legal infraction recently. I uh, got to talk to our very own Raju uh, and uh, went into a lot of different things about where his career is right now, how he is outside of WWE looking inside of it and having a perspective on, on the company and where Roman Reigns is, where these other figures are. Would he like to be in the Hall of Fame? It was a very revealing conversation. Hot questions you would want to ask him were asked, and he answered. It is a, quite the interview. Go check it out. It is up now on our YouTube. We're dropping the audio uh, here as well on our podcast feed. And go check that out. Definitely a must-see interview with the name of influence in professional wrestling. Alberto Del Rio speaking to us on the Sports Kid Wrestling YouTube channel. Audio to follow here on our podcast feed as well. If you haven't done so, go ahead and subscribe to us wherever you get your content. We are on it all. We're on it all. You want to watch our full shows on Facebook and YouTube? Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Make sure you turn the notifications on, all right? Wednesday nights, we're over on Twitch. We're over on Twitch. You can watch all of our content there as well, but we do a special show every Wednesday night called Getting Over on Twitch. Getting Over on Twitch. This will be right after AEW Dynamite. Do a quick debrief of everything going on with Dynamite this week with Blood and Guts. And then on top of that, if you guys want to uh, continue to support it, subscribe to it. We're going to do some more long-form things on it. I know uh, we're talking about possibly doing some type of watch-along before Money in the Bank this week. We haven't designated that. But I want to put this out here to the diehards who watch us on Facebook and and YouTube and and listen to the podcast. What Money in the Bank show should we watch? What Money in the Bank show should we watch? There's some debate between me and Jeremy and, and Jose. Some people saying last year's Money in the Bank or maybe the money in the bank where they didn't have fans and they did it at the, the headquarters, which was an interesting one to do. Or do we do what I think is the best money in the bank show they've ever done? And that's 2011 in Chicago. I know I'm biased and punk, all that good stuff. What do you think? Hit us up on the Twitter machine. Hit us up at all of our own tweets at Kev Kellum at JB Huskers. And of course at SK wrestling underscore, give a follow to Jose G and his new side project wrestling with mindset. That's available on YouTube. His uh, interview, his in-depth interview with W. Morrissey is up about his struggles and different things he went through. So definitely go check out his Twitter and his Instagram for all this stuff on that. Um, and see, so some people are saying all the fake news about Sasha and she's still active with WWE. Listen, we don't know if she's active. We, we just know internally she's still listed within the company. So there, internally, there's people in the company that still think she's with it. It's, it's up in the air. It's okay. Calm down. It's not fake news, buddy. <laughs> everyone everyone has a take here when they don't hear the story they wanted to hear. All right. So thank you guys so much for supporting the channel. Uh, who knows <laughs> what we'll have to cover tomorrow, but it'll be a lot to cover. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Who knows? Everyone watching, right? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to put that on a t-shirt too. Who knows? Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. All the catchphrases, right? Uh, please subscribe. Support. All that good stuff. Do what Stephen Chambers is telling you to do right here. All right. And just take a deep breath. Calm down. And enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. Let me talk to you. Talk to them. Talk to them. Max. Do pre.
Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.